morning and welcome to the Lost Boys to Found Fathers podcast. I'm Will Haycox and joining me is my co-host Gabe O'Sullivan. We're men who have suffered the loss of a child. Through this production, we desire to offer encouragement, strength, and hope to our fellow brothers who have traveled the same journey. Good morning, Gabe. This is episode 45, the second part of the little series we're doing here on stress relief and recovery and uh, just the importance of taking time to, to get a break from the rat race of daily life and to, to rest and recover in the Lord. Uh, what yeah. you got for us? Yeah, so um, if you hadn't listened to the last episode, make sure you do that because it's going to build on, obviously, and kind of lay the foundation of where we are today. We're just talking about the necessity to rest and recharge. Good for That's good advice for anybody, but especially for somebody that's going through a stressful situation like the guys listening to this podcast who have suffered the loss of a child and are trying to you know, trying to make it through every day with that, with that burden, with that stress, and, and obviously just trying to, just trying to make it. Um, so we talked last episode. Not going to go over the whole thing, of course. We talked about even Jesus needed time to be alone and recharge. We talked about Jesus also spending time in worship corporately and and certainly by himself with the Lord. And, and we can certainly use his example to do the same. And uh, I'm going to jump right into another scripture here where. Uh, Mark 6, 30-32 says, The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. So, obviously, they had been busy. He had sent them out kind of on a on a mission to do some stuff. And, and so they're back. And it says, Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. So here Jesus being a leader, you know, telling, seeing his guys were no doubt pumped up from the cool stuff that had happened that they had just been through. But he recognized, oh, man, these guys need to recharge, right? Because you've been so busy, you had not even been able to eat. I know we've all been there, right? You've been so busy at work, you just had to go. You didn't even get to stop and eat lunch. You know, much less take a rest. Mm-hmm. And so these guys have been doing that, and Jesus understands that. And so he models for them and actually makes them, you know, go away, get on a boat, and go out and, and have some time to, mm-hmm. to rest and recharge. Um, kind of makes me think of uh, the new Top Gun movie. Like Tom Cruise, man, he's pushing his guys hard, like making girls, making them study, making them do all this practice. And then course you have to have the obligatory beach scene with everybody with the shirts off not the ladies of course uh where they're out there playing some kind of beach football and you know he understood the importance right hey you gotta have fun but you gotta you gotta uh, and you gotta have fun and play hard so that way you can get back and work hard as well mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think the last two points we focused on you know were the importance of being alone and the importance of worshiping and i think you know these are all elements that build on each other you know and, and being alone and taking the time to worship alone and worship corporately but also worship alone is like these are like the steps the way i see this in resting you know like take some time to be alone take some time to worship the lord and then this step is to recharge and i think recharging involves those two things you know like you just said you know maybe some people are able to do that but I can't recharge at work like you know I can't recharge when I'm taking care of my daughter and she's I just told Gabe you know she's been kind of sick this week so unless you're like super dad like extremely super super dad I don't know how you recharge while you're taking care of a sick two-year-old 
Like that's that's not easy to no, do. Like that's absolutely. your job. You take care of your your children. You'll make them feel better and all that. But it's not restful to take care of a sick child. Yeah. My wife told me. Uh, my wife you know stays at home and takes care of her, and so she's a lot better at that than I am, and, and she has a lot more patience than I do just in the fact that she does it every day. But you know, she was telling me yesterday like she was just being yucky all day. You know, like the normal things she does falls down, bangs her knee and all that stuff and she gets up and keeps going like because she's sick now, she's fine, and then she falls down and just like falls on a carpet so it doesn't hurt and then she cries. And so like, she was she was messing with me yesterday, my wife was and just saying like, you know, next time tomorrow if she's still feeling bad, I'm gonna let you hold her every single that's time right. every three minutes <laughs> yes. when she cries. So, you know, that's that's something that we need to do, but it's not easy to do. And I don't want to sidetrack this too much, but I just I think of that uh, you know, maybe like that superhuman ability to recharge on the go. There's a, a book I read about running, uh, Born to Run by Christopher McDougall. Probably some of you out there have read it. Uh, there's a part that talks about like this woman that she's an incredible runner and her like special ability is that she somehow has figured out like to run when she runs downhill. I think the way they describe it is like she just lets her legs go kind of not really limp, but like she quits working really hard and she just kind of like plods down at a good speed, but it's like something about the way she leans back and just chills while she's running downhill, recharges her so she can go back up a hill. And it's like, I've tried that a few times and I'm like, no, this is just as hard as going uphill because you're, you know, it's weird. You feel like you're coming down so hard, it hurts your feet. And so, like, maybe there's some people that can do that and, like, recharge on the go. You know, like, Gabe gave a shout-out to Celsius Energy Drinks I'm drinking right here right now and because I'm about to go on a run after this podcast. Um, maybe that's how you recharge is you drink your coffee during work and all that. But I think the, the healthy, spirit-focused, the good God-honoring recharging, like we said, focuses on being alone, worshiping the Lord, and doing a quiet time like you mentioned last mm-hmm. time, Gabe. But what does it look like for you to recharge, I guess? Yeah, I was thinking too. First of all, for those that might be watching on the YouTube, I was just scratching my eye because at the angle that this camera is, you might have thought I was sticking my finger up my nose. I was not doing that. So it, I just want to clear totally that. He totally was. He was picking his nose <laughs> on YouTube. I just want to clear the air there. Um, but it, it made me think of like when I was a kid, my dad, who's a chiropractor as well, and he is my, my technically my stepdad, and we some some days like we would come home from school, <clears throat> and mom would be like getting our clothes together, like in a suitcase. He'd be like, "Mom, what, what, what's going on? Your dad called me at lunch. Said he's tired. He's ready to go to Disney World." Hmm. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. So he would just like get to that point where he was like, I got to get out of here. I got to take a break. Mm-hmm. I need to recharge. Right. And so he would work, you know, until seven o'clock on Thursday, get home seven thirty. Mom would have the motorhome packed and we would just get in the motorhome and drive to Florida mm-hmm. and spend the night in a rest area. You know, for six hours he would sleep. Me and my brothers would wake up the next day. We would be almost in Orlando, you know, and and he modeled that really well for me. Uh, now, uh, unfortunately, I have done a not such a good job as him of of actually stepping away. <clears throat> you know, I, I would say re- over scheduling myself, even with good things like mm-hmm. with church or with 
extracurricular activities or different mm-hmm. boards and this kind of stuff that I'm on, you know. And, and when he was alive, he would always tell me, he'd be like, Gabe, you've got to, you've got to chill. Like, you've got to take some time. And so just this past, I guess, six months, I've really started to take that to heart. You know, it took me 20 years of practice to get there. Um, so I'm kind of a slow learner, obviously. Um, but I've noticed that that's been really good. You know, what we've seen in my in my personal life is obviously a lot less um, stressed and ten- tense uh, in, in my <clears throat> business life even. You know, our, our our office, I'm working less than I've, than I've ever worked as far as like seeing patients-wise, doing a lot of other work for the office, but um, our numbers <clears throat> have actually increased instead of decreased, mm. you know, because I have that ability to focus when I'm when I'm there mm-hmm. and to focus on what matters. I had opportunities, again, to be with the wife and kids more, mm-hmm. um, which has been good and allowing us to connect as a family, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, I, I think we have to do those. We have to, like, schedule in those times mm-hmm. that we are going to get away, just like Jesus took his guys away, and he didn't, you know, it says they went into a solitary place, right? So they went somewhere and went camping. You know, it's kind of what it sounds like they did out uh, a lot. And they had to get away. So it's like, even if, if you stay in town, you will not be able to rest and recharge. Sometimes you got to get out of Dodge. Like, even if it's driving 30 minutes up the road, you know, to the mountains. We live with 30 minutes from the mountains, right? Where you just... Um, getting away for a few hours or maybe you're like hey me and the wife we, we got to get the grandparents to watch the kids and we need to run down to the beach for a day mm-hmm. and just sit on sit on the sand and, and look at that ocean for a few hours mm-hmm. you know eat some seafood and come back up the road like whatever it is like it, it's it's imperative that we take those times to recharge and reset mm-hmm. because we're gonna our, our family needs that our wives need mm-hmm. that um, our kids need that. Our coworkers need us to be uh, focused. Mm-hmm. And if we just go, 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 even if it's doing good things, man, it's gonna it's gonna overwhelm you, and you're mm-hmm. gonna get you're just gonna get burnt out. Yeah, I mean, I think <clears throat> a couple of different things. I I think of when you say that. Um, you know, I guess one thing I'm trying to remember right now where where I heard it. If it was, I'm, I'm going through a. I guess a, a portion of, of seminary training right now <clears throat> with our church has a school of ministry that, that offers you know, the first, basically the first year of seminary for free for guys that are, uh, you know, are, are planning to go into the pastorate. And there's multiple books I'm reading through that, so I'm not, I don't remember which one it is, but it talks about like as a father, you know, like I, like I said earlier, you know, my role is to to work hard, you know, in the home and out of the home, and take care of my family by providing for them take care of my family by coming home and doing the chores that are necessary in our house however we split them up uh, but also you know take care of your family by loving them loving my wife loving my child building them up encouraging them and you're really not called to rest in the sense of taking care of your family you are called to work hard to you know, pour yourself out to love your wife and your children sacrificially, and then you need to rest in the times after you've done those you know, duties that you have, so that you can continue doing them. And I think, you know, there's this, and, and our pastor I think talks about that. Like you are, you are called to work hard, so that you can rest. And like yeah. if you, 
you know, there's there's two ditches, you know, to everything. You know, there's two extremes that, you know, you can work yourself kind of what we're talking about. And I guess that's that's the stage of life that you and I are in, that we've got a lot going on. You know, a lot of, like you said, is, is good stuff, is small group at church, is building up our, our careers and, you know, helping our family's future there, you know, things to do with the children and all that. But, you know, we both err on that side of, like, go, 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 do everything, and then we can maybe burn ourselves out by not taking the time to rest or we neglect our family's needs by not taking time to rest. And some of you may be like that. Um, and that's, I guess, one ditch to live in after losing a child and you know dealing with that grief is to throw yourself into work. Yeah. The other side, is, which I think is just as bad, is, you know, I need to rest. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get home from work and I'm going to I'm gonna go home and I'm just going to, you know, we're we're Baptists, so you're not supposed to drink. You know, some of us do. You know, we see you in the liquor store. We just don't talk, right, yet. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, like, whether you're going home and you're opening a beer, whether you're going home and you're you're just sitting in your chair and watching football or watching your show or, you know, whatever your rest activity is, if you get off of work and your pattern is come home, expect the wife to have food ready, expect all the kids to sit down and shut up and leave you alone, and you're just doing nothing, you know, on the weekends, your grass is three feet tall and you're just too tired, too lazy to cut it. You know, you're you're all of these things, you know, not to say, you know, like we said before, you know, we're not legalistic about this. Like if you're going through a time of severe grief and you're, you're crying out to the Lord, like I'm just, I'm feeling what the world would call depression and I need your spirit and your hope, you know, to fill me back up then I think that's right, you know, for a period of time to be grieving so much that some of the less important things get put to the side. But if that's the pattern of your life, that you're not taking care of chores, you're not building up family, you know, everyone in your life is, you're treating them as if they're to serve you, that's the opposite ditch where you're just, you're wasting your time, you know. Like you might be doing the minimum to get by, but you're not resting recharging you're just lazy yeah and so i think there you know there's two sides to that yeah and what we see jesus modeling i think is the i'm going to work so hard and this is a, a paraphrase of a quote that stuck with me over the past few weeks since i read it is like jesus is working so hard and that's his routine that when he does rest the people around him rejoice when he rests mm-hmm. because it's not this like you know, you work, I know you work eight to five, but you come home and you do nothing kind of thing where your wife is like, you know, maybe wrongly, maybe rightly criticizing you. It's, you know, you, you work from from eight to five, seven to five. You come home, you work from five to nine or five to eight or something every single night, you know, helping me take care of the kids. And then that hour you get before bedtime or those three hours you get on Saturday watching football, your wife can genuinely appreciate the time that you're taking to rest and value you watching football even if she doesn't care about football because you've poured into her you've poured out of your bucket into everyone in your life over the week and then you take that time to rest and be built back up in the Lord so I I think that's what Jesus is modeling here would you agree Gabe? Amen dude that's a great point yes and and that was one of our points we were going to bring up too is like this is this is a period of rest and recharge, right? It's not the the pattern of your life to be lazy, right? And we're, we're saying that you're actually not being lazy here. You're being responsible when you take these times. And so there's a difference. <clears throat> so 
literally, we, we work hard so we can play hard, or we work hard so we can rest hard. And I love what you said, so that people would actually rejoice when you do it, um, because they're like, man, you need this, right? And so, and again, we want to make sure you're helping your wife with this too. Schedule it. Schedule it for her. Schedule her time to have a day by herself to do whatever she wants to do, right? If that's go get a pedicure or a manicure, or go get a massage, or just go for a walk or for a run or to go read for a day in front of a lake or you know whatever her, or go to the movies with her friends or go out to dinner with her friends like whatever make sure you're taking care of her also and yourselves like schedule that time to go on trips with her to get her out of town so that way y'all can connect away from the fray and those things are really important mm -hmm. so um right this next uh scripture is mark seven twenty four, and it says he talking about Jesus. He entered a house. I just lost. Okay, he entered a house and did not want anyone to know it. Yet he could not keep his presence a secret. So that verse right there in the book of Mark just reminding us that sometimes Jesus needed a break from people because he was always around people. So again, we're not saying that hey, in this time of, of loss and recovery from loss that you just need to become a hermit, okay? Because people who are hermits, they become the Unabomber, right? Or they become like, uh, what was that movie, The Shining, right? Like Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson's, whatever he says his name, his, his character, right? We don't, that's not what we're going for here, okay? But sometimes you gotta have time alone, right? Mm -hmm. Just alone. And it might be alone, alone. And you know a great time to do that? First thing in the morning, before everybody wakes up, mm -hmm. get your butt up and then have your time alone mm -hmm. in the morning where you're communing with the Lord. You're having your quiet time, maybe, you know, spending time in the word, maybe taking some time to read. Um, <clears throat> I listened to this dude named Darren Hardy. I, I'm on this like daily email list from him. He's kind of a business coach, success coach, and uh, written a bunch of books and that kind of thing and uh, does business training and whatnot. And, one of the things he he calls it like his, I don't know, what he calls it his power hour or something like that. Maybe I stole that from Tony Robbins. I don't know. He, there's some word he uses, but he talks about how, you know, the first hour of his day, you know, it's just for him where he's he doesn't appear to be a believer, but he talks about where he'll just have his time reading. You know, he's got certain books that he'll read every day, and then he'll he'll journal and he'll, you know, so those are good ideas to do. So you can have that time alone before your day starts and maybe it's at the end of your day maybe you have a super stressful job and once you know you get your 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 kids to bed you know then you're going to be like okay i'm going to spend five even if it's five minutes or ten minutes you know i'm going to spend five or ten minutes just resetting and recharging reading maybe praying and maybe that time is you and your wife doing that together the tv's off it's quiet and y'all are you know y'all are spending that time recharging at the end of your day um, so again, this is not every day because obviously Jesus was among people all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, it said that the crowds were so bad that, and I was reading this week and and my quiet times in Luke right now, and it said the crowds were so thick that they were crushing him basically. So just think, man, like this is like the Beatles times ten, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, like. Michael Jackson had nothing on 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 Jesus when mm -hmm. he was walking around the cities of of, of uh, Israel there. So he would take that time and get away because he just needed some time to to recharge. 
Yeah, I mean, I think this echoes you know everything we've been saying that you know it's good to take a break. It's it's good to get out of your daily routine. You know, things. I think as humans, routine is good, and most of us live by routine. It keeps us straight, but it can also become monotonous, and I guess cause us to lose focus on what's really important, and that is God first, your wife second, and you know your children, your work after that, um, and I think rest gets to like fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth priority there, and I I do think. <coughs> Maybe, maybe there's not a great place to prioritize this, but I think God should always be number one. I think your wife should always be two. And your children should always be three. And then I think rest is four. Um, mm. I mean, I don't, I don't think you should... You definitely shouldn't prize rest over God. You definitely shouldn't prize rest over your family. But I, I can't think of much else that you should prize rest or, or should see rest as less than, you know, if it's... You know, whatever your hobby is, like I, I think there's, if you're, you're a big football fan, like, and you're going to games every week, and that's not, maybe that is restful for you. If it's yeah. not restful for you, then you're you're messing up the balance there. So whatever the the thing is that you you rest through um, versus your hobbies, you know, I, I think that's something that you need to prioritize in your life. And we see, you know, like we we try to demonstrate through these verses. That Jesus modeled that, that like we just said, he worked hard, but he rested when necessary. And I, I think you could probably say that, you know, Jesus worked harder in his three years of public ministry than any of us do, you know, as a chiropractor, as a, a project manager, uh, as, you know, whatever you are, if you're a blue collar guy, white collar guy, if you're working six hours a day, or if you're working 16 hours a day, you know, Jesus worked harder than you and he rested as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think that's a, a good God-honoring thing to be able to do. And I, and I think the, uh, you know, the parts of rest that we, we've tried to lay out in the last podcast and this one all need to be a, you know, an element of rest is taking time to be alone, worshiping the Lord, recharging is, is what the goal of your rest should be, and getting away from people. And, you know, you, you put here in the notes, Gabe, that, you know, it's good to be along with the Lord and those close to you, you know, your inner circle, whether that's you and your wife or that's you and you know, a couple of buddies that are people who are holding you accountable. And you know, maybe sometimes it is just you and God. And like you said, we shouldn't detach from people, but we need to make time to schedule this break. Yeah. And you know, I think you know we always. I like to live in the clouds and the theology and all this different stuff, and you you do a good job of kind of bringing us down to earth sometimes. So I think, you know, what you have some ideas of of what what kind of things can we do? What does rest look like? How do you model or schedule rest in your life? Yeah, I think so. How do we schedule? Literally schedule it, mm-hmm. right? Like literally put that on your calendar mm-hmm. for a day, you know, for the for the week, for the month, for the year. Like, when are you going to take a vacation? When are you going to take that short overnight trip with your wife? You know, when are you going to, what's your day look like? Like, when are you going to have your time with the Lord? When are you going to have your workout in? Um, you know, what's your what's your six weeks look like? When are you going to take the family and run up, you know, to do something fun at some little festival? Like, if we don't put these things on the calendar, they will not get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, literally, you have to calendar it. 
certainly working out that's a great idea uh, even if you're not a workout guy just go take a walk like schedule that like mm-hmm. hey i'm gonna go take a walk every day for 20 minutes don't have mm-hmm. to be long but that uh, you know walk with no phone um where you're not you know trying to check email while you're walking mm-hmm. or whatnot i'm not saying you can't listen to music or something like mm-hmm. that but i think that's a good idea when's your vacation gonna be when's your vacation with your wife when's your vacation with your kids like you got them your work gives them to you and if you if you work for yourself, you got to schedule that time. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, I'm preaching to the choir here. I'm not great about that. I have not been that great about that in my career. And, you know, I was talking to my wife last night about how just recently I've rescheduled my week so that I'm home of during the week and in, in time to have dinner with my family mm-hmm. except for Wednesday nights. Um, that's, just, that's the one week work day that I'm staying late now. But before... Like it was three or four nights a week that I was never home for dinner, and it's been that way for 15 years since mm-hmm. my daughter's been or 20 years since I've been working. Um, and like, man, it's been so nice to be able mm-hmm. to be home and like actually sit down at the dinner table with my family multiple nights a week instead of just one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so s- schedule those times with your family. Um, again, maybe you like to hike. Go hiking. Schedule it. Maybe you like to read. Schedule some time every day for yourself to read. I've got mm-hmm. that on my calendar. It comes up in alert every night at 930 that says read for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like putting that on my calendar to make sure that I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then maybe it's watching movies. Maybe it's journaling. You mm-hmm. know, Maybe it's watching some of your favorite TV shows. Like mm-hmm. There's lots of different ways that you can rest and recharge. But the point is that we got to schedule it. We have to make it a priority. The things that get put on our calendars get done. If you just make to-do lists... Mm-hmm. You're going to just forget that to-do list. So put it on your calendar. Make yourself an alert. You have a smartphone. Do it. And those things are going to get done. We just we just have to make it a priority. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I don't know, there's, there's we, we've mentioned it before, but there's there's multiple different parts, I guess, of, of rest, um, you know, how you schedule that, you know, what it looks like for your family. And you know, I think we've made that that point a minute ago that you need to schedule time for your, yourself to rest you also need to schedule time for your wife to rest mm-hmm. and you know I don't know my experience you know hopefully we're, we're called to be the husbands of one wife so you know you, there's things that happen in, in the world you know where you have divorces and, and you spend time with you know with, with married to multiple women um, throughout your life but you know for you and I We've been married once with, with one woman. We've we've grown to know our wives, and I don't know, you know, anybody else's experience. But like you know, we just talked about before this. We recorded today that like our wives carry heavy loads, good burdens and good loads to to take care of the house, to take care of of the family, you know, and schedule and, and, you know, all the things we do outside of the home, they're doing inside the home. And you know, certainly if you think that's easier or less important, you know, you need to you know, have a come to Jesus moment with yourself and, and, uh, you know, apologize to your wife for treating her work as less important than yours. But, you know, I think we need to keep in mind that she's pouring herself out every day and, you know, she may be fine for three days a week a month you know every everything's going smoothly and she has nothing to complain about and then you know just like you have one really rough day at work and you know maybe gave you got 
you know, you just you just told me of an instance where y'all had some some technology issues, and that just probably caused a really stressful week. Sure. Uh, you know, I had the same thing where there's some days that that we have these plans on the job site and everything's good and you know in our heads and on paper it's gonna be great we're gonna accomplish this much this week and then we don't get material that we needed or you know a piece of equipment breaks down or somebody just outright lied to us about what they were gonna accomplish and that just you know thing A gets messed up and that throws thing B, C, D, E, F and and Q that we've already planned yeah. for way out mm-hmm. and so you go from like you know cool life's you know working hard but you know life's good to like oh no like we got to reschedule everything and so just in the same way that you can get really stressed out by one bad day i think your wife can just as easily get stressed out by one rough day at home um and we need to be mindful of that and i need to be mindful of that speaking to myself to schedule time for our wives to get away from the children from you know their job if they're working from their daily responsibilities as well and rest and recharge and be careful not to treat our wives as someone who serves us but to remember remember that we are called to love our wives sacrificially as Jesus loved the church and that means you know give ourselves up for her so you know again you got to you got to find balance in in life and you know, prioritize your own rest and recuperation as well so that you can build up your wife. But I think, you know, if there's, if there are times when it's like you're going to rest or your wife's going to rest, you just need to suck it up sometimes and let your wife rest. Yeah, I love um, that. So, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll let you, you know, share a story or get ready to close this out or, or whatever you're ready for here, okay. Gabe. But sure. I think that's, um, I think that is an important part that I know I need to do better on is you know I get you know we talked about the the hobbies and things like that I have gotten into running over the past year and so that's kind of a way you know you're working out like you said but you're mentally resting because I get to listen to a podcast or to music and so I'm going out and I'm you know I guess I don't know the science of it you know like there's endorphins being released by working out so you feel better um, you know you're getting in better shape uh, you know, you cut the grass, and, like, cutting the grass is hard, but also, like, you get that time alone, so it's it's kind of nice sometimes. And there are definitely times when I prioritize my own, even unconsciously, prioritize my own rest and relaxation over my wife's. And I, and I think if, uh, not that I'm, you know, a perfect guy or, like, I'm the model or anything like that, but I think if, if I, as an average guy, have that ditch that I need to stay out of, I think that's probably a pretty common thing that we all need to be aware of is, is just making sure we care for and love our wives well by giving them a chance to rest. Dude, that's great. I don't think I need to add anything to that, brother, because that's uh, I love how you finish that up. And again, that's that's selfless, right? Where we're putting our wives above ourselves and, and that's what we want to do. And, and the way that we, can, that we can do that is making sure we're letting, we're taking care of them so that way they can you know, they can have the energy that they need as well. And mm-hmm. certainly we want to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves so that way we can be there for our wives and be strong physically and mentally and spiritually and emotionally like they need us to be, especially mm-hmm. during a difficult time like we're talking about on this show. So mm-hmm. thank you guys so much for joining us today. Don't forget to check out um, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram uh, pages as well, Lost Boys and Found Fathers. And, and YouTube now, right? And YouTube now, that's yeah. right, getting getting on the on the tube mm-hmm. um, back in the day I didn't even 
I didn't. When I first heard about YouTube, I couldn't find it. I was typing in the letter U, too, because I was like, it's like iPad, mm-hmm. like iPhone. I was yeah. like, oh, it must be U, too, mm-hmm. you know. And then, and then obviously that's some random site that you know that. that and I was like, probably set up just for people like you, that like didn't me, know that, how to yeah, spell it. The, yeah. yeah, the morons that <laughs> don't know how to do stuff online. So mm-hmm. I was because my buddy was telling me about it or something. I was like, bro, I can't find it. It doesn't exist. He's like, no, you idiot. <laughs> Type in the Y O U. Oh, okay. And uh, wow, what a it's a it's a really big uh, platform. It's a pretty big thing. Yeah, pretty know. big thing. Yeah. yeah. So. If you haven't heard of it, check it out. <laughs> That's right. It's a lot of Look, good so stuff there. Y O U T U B E dot com. That's how you find that. Yes, that's how you find um, that. So yeah, and uh, check out my books. Um, my old, older one, that will be done. Put a question mark at the end of that. Trust in God in the midst of suffering, pain, or loss. You can find that on Amazon or my newest one, Every Little Thing, Six Small Steps, Perfect Peace. You find that on Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, or Apple Books. So thank you guys for joining us today. Let's not be lost. Let's be found in him.